Hello, everybody, and welcome to Drop McWrestling's podcast. And we're actually calling it a podcast now as opposed to just a chat on Sunday because, A, we've sucked at uploading for the last month because we've both been busy with life and work and everything, and there's been a million wrestling shows to, to watch as well. And um, and we've now posted everything. We're posting this uh, podcast on all platforms except for Patreon gets video and audio, gets both. And YouTube will not have the podcast on it, but will have a clip on it per episode. Um, the reason why we're doing this is because when I was going through my research, and I just explained like vaguely to, to Mike a second ago, when I was going through my research and looking at video podcasts on YouTube, they generally do quite well, but the clips are what do really well. And on top of that, majority of people don't actually really watch video podcasts they listen yeah so i'm just gonna say look it's a patreon exclusive thing for video if you want video it's over on the patreon for you guys who are watching this now i'm pointing at the camera and uh if you're listening to this uh go over to our youtube channel or go to our website or go to um our patreon um everything is drop mcwrestling so you can find us everywhere. So we have a fairly loaded agenda today, but uh, to be honest, we we made it in about 30 seconds because there's been a full month and a couple of days of um, stuff of stuff that's happened. So where have we been? What, what have you been up to? You can talk about Hard Knocks and stuff if you want. I technically made my pro wrestling debut. Maybe higher, bud. Doesn't go higher. It does go higher. Just move the mic higher. Force it. Force it. Force it. There, there you go. go. That's a bit better. Okay. Where where have you been? Uh, I technically made my pro wrestling debut for Hard Knocks. And explain how that went. Um, It was terrifying for the entire time before I went back through the curtain. Uh, it was very scary. You got thrown across the ring. I got some distance. Your your legs hit the turnbuckle. Yep. So from one turnbuckle to the other in a sixteen by sixteen. Here's the sixteen by sixteen. Sixteen by sixteen ring. In a sixteen by sixteen ring, from one turnbuckle to the other, and his feet hit the other turnbuckle. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was it was quite a toss. For for uh, visual sake for the patron, this is what's happening, and this is what we're talking about here. Um, but essentially, uh, Mike got flung across the ring by uh, Big Chris. Yes. And uh, and then got his revenge. Yeah, uh, some assisted revenge uh, saved from or saved by Robbie Mac, Carlos, and Bryn. Yes. Uh, Bryn comes into my aid, gets laid out. Uh, Charlotte uh, attempts to hold him off. Yes. And just gets threatened. There's a worrying pop when he grabs her by the hair. There's not a pop. There's a very. There's, sl- there's one man who says, Yes, kill the woman. No, no, there isn't. Stop that. There's one guy There's who not. cheers as soon as he grabs her There's by the no, head. No, no, that's not okay. Like it might have been boots. Uh, oh, they, they don't. We're not blaming boots for saying kill the woman. Just uh, no, no one said no one said kill the woman. But there was a cheer when he grabbed her by the hair. Okay. I, I actually presume it was someone she works with. Okay. Um. Someone said fuck him up, Charlotte. They did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Mack comes in, hits his big shotgun dropkick. Yes. I go to crossbody Chris and he catches me because he's six foot two and I'm not. Yep. And then Charlotte grabs me legs for a spin out DDT. Rob hits a class rolling thunder. Yep. Uh, calls it classic Rob Van Dam shit. Yep. In the ring. In the ring. On the flight. On the flight. Uh, then hits a moonsault. Uh, Chris gets back up and we all run away. Yep. And 
you just saw all of that here if you're on the Patreon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was cool. Very cool. I personally want to give major props to Charlotte, who on the fly actually saved the spot to a degree. Go on. So when your legs, you were in the complete wrong way when she spun, when she spun you, no? No, that okay. was planned. Okay, that's not what was said to me. Uh, it was changed in the last week. So it was meant to be that he'd catch me for the, I'd come off for the crossbody yeah. and then we'd just go from there. Okay. That didn't make a lot of sense because again, he's six foot two. Yeah, okay. So he was like, I'll throw you up for a power slam. Okay. And then we'll get Charlotte to actually do the spin out. Okay. So it makes a lot more sense. Okay, logically. that's not, okay, That that's fine. That's not what I heard. No, I no told you. No shout out for Charlotte. I, I, show, I told you the other story. She okay. got some spin on my legs though. She did get some spin. It was perfect. It, you was, know, it all it was, came out really well. It was perfect. So, pardon me. So, that was hard knocks. That was only that was last week. Yeah, last Sunday. Yeah, last Sunday. So, our our, our drop McBoy made his his debut in a pro wrestling ring. Um, that show was a good show all around. Um, very fun, very fun show. Yeah. Um, I felt like momentum was at like here, mm. and then kind of dropped here, and is now slowly going back up again, which is nice. Which is nice. You're you gotta, gonna, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep them guessing. You're gonna have dips and highs. Yeah. It's gonna happen in every wrestling promotion, every wrestling show, every wrestling company in every country in the world. Like it's it's normal. I've heard bad things about twenty seventeen WWE. Oh boy. So sorry. If this is an audio podcast, people don't even know who we are. Correct, yes. It's also never been posted before. Fuck. Okay. So right. We'll upload a little That's what I meant first. when I said no, we'll just do it now. Okay. It's fine. If they're here, they're here. Yeah. If they're here, they're here. My name is Gaff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my background is graphic design, video editing. I make all the, the videos on the Drop McWrestling YouTube channel. I'd be editing this when you're listening to it. Um, Mike is a... I can call you a professional wrestler now. You made your debut. Theoretically, yes. Yeah, professional wrestler. Yep. Um, On the Irish scene. Mm-hmm. is based in Limerick for the Hard Knocks Pro Wrestling promotion. I um, wouldn't call myself that. What would you say? Um... Ring boy who gets thrown. Ring boy who gets thrown. Uh, professional ring boy who gets thrown. There we go. That work. Professional ring boy who gets thrown. And um, we both worked in the same place before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both went to college together. Mm-hmm. We've been friends for seven years. Too long. Too long is the answer. Too long mm-hmm. is the answer. Yep. And uh, I've been into wrestling forever, but I fell out of love with it, actually, from about 2016 to about 2020. Mm-hmm. And then we met Carmo, who's in the Five Marks podcast. Yep. Who got us both back into wrestling. It's not that I didn't follow it. I still watched videos and stuff. But I never actively watched anything. Yep. Um, or went out my way to watch anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike here was out of the wrestling picture altogether for a very long time, except for what your uncle showed you, basically. Uh, so the last thing I watched before I... So my uncle got me into wrestling when I was young. Uh, the last thing I remember watching before this year's Elimination Chamber was Michaels and Taker at Mania 25. Like, holy shit. And I didn't follow the build-up to that or anything. I just saw it with Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker at WrestleMania. I was like, right. yeah, I'll watch that. Ah, so good. So what, 14 years? Mania 39 um, was last? So so that would have been, t- yeah. yeah. Yeah, 25 to 39. Yeah. I missed everything. That's crazy. So I, I watched every WrestleMania and every Royal Rumble. So even when I wasn't watching wrestling, I was still watching like the big two WWE shows mm-hmm. and um, I kept up what was going on. So I saw what was happening in, for example, New Japan. I saw what was happening on independent stuff to a degree, but like I didn't keep up with any of it. Like it was yeah. just WWE stuff, really. Yeah. Um, 
But for for you, you completely miss like all everything. Of the really shit WWE stuff. Yep, everything. Which is primarily like basically 2016 to 2020, basically. Someone someone um, told me recently that the first wrestling match that he remember seeing is Kevin Owens and John Cena, and Kevin Owens is a new wrestler to me. That was that was insane. I know exactly who said that. Yeah, that was that was wild. Yeah, I wasn't that, ready for that. Uh, Kevin Owens is wrestling about two years. See, okay, so this, oh god, see, this is what happens when like you get to the age. So I'm 26, he's 25. Um, happy belated birthday to him. And um, it's it's a weird thing when you get to like your mid 20s, and like there are some people who might be between 16 and 20, Mm -hmm. and they'll see like some wrestlers that will be like, for example, let's just say. Roman Reigns has been around forever. Yep. Basically, right? But, like, for us, Roman Reigns has been around forever. But for a lot of these fans who are just getting into wrestling now, he's brand new. Even though he's been around forever, like. I came back and he was brand new. See, that's crazy, like. I came back and Roman had two belts. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. He still has them. He still has two belts. He still has two belts. Technically, now he only has one belt, and visually, it's a lot clearer. But when I came back, he had two belts, and he was never there. And Paul Heyman was there. Paul Heyman's been around forever. I know Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But Roman Reigns was there with his two belts and there was no other champion and they were, the belts looked wrong. Yeah. None of it made any sense. None of it made sense. So that's our background, basically. Yeah. And uh, we're both named Michael. Yeah. Hence the name Rop Mick Wrestling because Mick is short for Michael. So we thought that was a, a funny pun and a funny play nice on words. Clever. Nice and clever. So we're Drop Mick Wrestling. It's very clear. It's very distinctive. No one else has it. It's ours. Um, and we make primarily alternative wrestling content. And what that means is while we cover WWE in these chats yep. and while we'll occasionally have a video on WWE, which is going to be a Patreon exclusive because of copyright reasons, yep. we primarily focus on AEW, Ring of Honor, alternative pro- indie, indie stuff sometimes. The depending. promotions that allow us to cover it. Basically. Like if New Japan allowed us to cover their stuff, there would already be several New Japan videos. And it's not that we don't have one. Like, we have Kenny and Osprey on the channel. Yeah. But, like, I had to be very creative with a workaround for that so we didn't, so my mother didn't get hunted down by TV Asahi, basically. What do we use? What, like, seven seconds of a Kenny Omega clip? We, less, so we used, this is no word of a lie. There's a short that we had. That there was, was a short. There was, it's still there. Okay. But it's re-edited, right? Okay. There was a short that got about 300,000 views in, like, only like a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Where I talk about Kenny Omega essentially How having different? two different characters. Yeah. He has a New Japan character and an AEW character. Now, some people might say, what's Kenny Omega's character? Kenny Omega's character is that he's really fucking good at wrestling. That's his character. He's really, really good at wrestling. So in, in AEW, he's really good at wrestling. And in Japan, he's the best yeah. at wrestling. So in AEW, he's still the best. And in New Japan, he is the best. But there's a huge difference in terms of... What the best is. Yeah. So, like, when, when Kenny goes to New Japan, he pulls everything out of his arsenal. When he's in AEW, he's a little bit more reserved. So, in this video, I talk about that literally 60 seconds. And when I say that Kenny was happy in Japan, but wanted to pursue other ventures when he was approached by the Young Bucks, basically. I said, yeah. that's not exactly what was said, but it was what was said. I used the clip from YouTube... From New Japan's channel, which I thought would have been safe because it was on their channel. And there was no wrestling. It's Kenny saying goodbye to the Japanese crowd with no audio. Where he literally just goes, that's it. Copyright striked. Yep. Striked. Not claimed. 
striked. That ended up that I think personally completely led to our channel being demonetized. That video very possible. They were so basically, if your channel gets a strike like that, they will review your channel to a degree. Yeah. So I our channel got demonetized entirely. We make no money from YouTube whatsoever, mm-hmm. none. Once it got demonetized, I made a video explaining how um it should be monetized and here's why, and they came back basically saying no. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong, basically. And I think that's directly because of New Japan. So if we can cover it, we will. So there are, off the top of my head, two Ring of Honor videos, Yep. one OTT video, yep. and the rest are AEW. Yes. Slash New Japan, because that Kenny yeah, and yeah. Osprey one is New Japan. Um, Not to mention the, the stuff that's on the Patreon. Speaking of, it would be there's a there's a five nearly a five hour Bray Wyatt video on the on the Patreon. But on top of that, there will also be a Summer of Osprey one coming up probably in the next week to ten days, I'd say. Yeah. Um, that I'll get that done and that'll be posted on the Patreon as a Patreon exclusive where because Will Osprey's summer was fucking insane and now he signed to AW, so there's a start point and there's an end point. So um there's a lot coming up. So that's drop Mick. That's ourselves. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to talk about. Um, we will aim to upload these videos slash podcasts every Sunday or Monday. Yep. Primarily a Sunday because I think we can both make it work on a Sunday. Yes. But we're saying Sunday or Monday just for flexibility reasons because for all I know, he's called into work or he has a show, for example, because all the shows that he'd be working will be on a Sunday. Yes. So um, Sunday or Monday is what we're saying. Um, we could just say Monday, but just for argument's sake, Sunday, Monday, I think is very clear. Sunday works. Sunday works. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly works. So that's that. Back to the agenda, because we have a good bit to talk about. So we have. Where we been? Done. Yep. Hard knocks. Done. Mm-hmm. Work. Done. Yeah. Busy. Done. Mm-hmm. Life. Done. CM Punk. Yeah. I think it's class that he's back. Like he, whatever about what he did in AEW, whatever about what he did in WWE, he the pop when he came back was unreal. Uh, people are really happy to see he's back. You're gonna get really cool feuds with like Seth Rollins and stuff like that. Yeah. So just he's not gonna go away. Like as much as people want to voice their outrage about him. Yeah. Like Ric Flair is still in AEW. Oh, he shouldn't be. Yeah, he shouldn't be, but you can't change it, so just enjoy what they give you. Oh, Ric no. Flair is going to take a super kick at some point, and oh, no. we'll all love it. This man is going to get kicked out of that company. Yeah, hopefully. In the next couple of weeks, no, definitely. They can't. There's too much negative press. That's his fault, though. Like, he, he doesn't help himself there. I think if Punk he, he doesn't, to... He doesn't, but at the same time, it's like, the second he was announced, I saw nothing but backlash. Yeah, people were upset. But, like, you're going to have people who are like, oh, Punk should never have come back to WWE, but, like, shut up. You'll buy the t-shirts. You'll pop when the music hits. Do, do you watch the match against Seth Rollins? So, okay. I I have many thoughts. Yeah. My all-time favorite wrestlers of all time are Jeff Hardy, CM Punk, Kenny Omega. That's mm-hmm. it. Those three. Those three are my, are my boys, right? Kenny Omega more so recently, but like Jeff Hardy and CM Punk. Jeff Hardy was more so in the past. CM Punk has kind of been my number one guy for an extremely long time, right? Before I came back to wrestling, I'd have considered CM Punk new. That's mad. So like, <laughs> so like CM Punk has been my guy. And I will be so transparent when I say this. Our YouTube channel is built off the back of this man. Oh, yeah. So like we have three videos that total well, not well over. Above just about, a million views. Just about a million views. It's above. Between all three? Yeah. Just above. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. No, just above. The end did what half a mil, or did just, it do just over half a mil? The then newest one did like three fifty already. Three thirty, and the other one's two hundred k ish. Not two hundred k. Is it's, it not? I think it's just one seventy now. So ah, it's just okay, it's okay, just okay. a mil now. It's like we're ju- we're over a million views with three CM Punk videos. Um, sorry, technically four. We have Punk and Joe, but I don't actually count that because that that's more fan service as opposed to what happened in AEW. That's the, that's the the five matches that they had. But um, over a million views out of our two point five million or whatever. So like this man has like, he's helped us a lot, right? Also, m- one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. My opinion on this is has made I, the best modern wrestling shirt that exists. That's true. I am very happy that CM Punk is still involved in a professional wrestling capacity in a place that can keep him on a short leash and can keep him in check where he doesn't have a God complex and ego. And that is the best way that I can put it. So if he can perform to the best visibility and he's able to keep the peace and he's able to say what he wants to say and he's able to have the matches that he wants to have and tell the stories that he wants to tell, this is going to be an absolutely beautiful relationship and a beautiful thing that's going to happen. He supposedly had quite a few chats with Shawn Michaels because Shawn went through a very similar thing. So CM Punk, allegedly now, I'm going to say allegedly because recently enough, and look, super transparent, I subscribed to Fightful, Mm -hmm. as you saw, Mm -hmm. when CM Punk returned, because I really wanted to read all the stuff about his return, specifically just about his return. Yep. I don't subscribe to Dirt Cheats or anything like Mm -hmm. that, but I needed to know who the fuck actually knew about this, because this is is like so unprecedented for something like that to happen, to that level, Um, except for Bret Hart, obviously. (laughs) No, but genuinely, except for Bret Hart, obviously, which which was also mental. Um... They both said the same thing when they came out on on Raw, both of them, where they say hell is frozen over. Yep. They both say the same thing. But going back to it, I think this can be a beautiful thing that's happening. And I think that if they're able to handle it in the correct way, all parties will make A, a lot of money. B, it won't disgruntle the roster. You won't have a repeat of what happened with AEW. Yep. And I'm very happy it's happening. There is a downside. This isn't to put a downer on it, which is people keep saying, and I'm going to defend as a positive AEW person for the most part. I'll criticize where it needs criticizing. But I try to look at things as much of a mark as we both are now. I try to look at it as a fan. As a fan, and I try to take things at face value. I really try to do that. And I've said this to you for Mm -hmm. like months now. I try my best to take things at face value. So, for example, LA Knight versus Roman Reigns. We all know LA Knight's losing. I tried to take it at face value for what it was, and it was good. It was fun. Yeah, it, it, it looked strong. Yeah, it did. Like, I just, just, you have to take things, like, roll with the punches, take it as, as it comes. But you have to look at this, like, in, in a very realistic capacity. This man did not jump ship. No, he this was ma- fired. Th- this man mm-hmm. did not switch companies because he felt like he can get something from the other one this isn't like cody rhodes who felt like he had a personal thing that he's never going to talk about and i believe him he's never going to talk about it he has a personal reason why he needed to go it's not one of those things this man was fired with cause the difference between fired with cause and without cause is if you're fired with cause there's no contract there's no buyout there's no payout there's no there's no non-compete this man was fired with cause Mm -hmm. That 
for AEW to pull the trigger like that and for CM Punk to be, let's be real, embarrassed like that and to have to sign NDAs to go back to, to WWE and to, to get out of AEW and all this stuff, right? This man did not jump ship. If they gave him what he wanted in AEW, he'd still be there. If Jack Perry didn't do that, if he was given collision like he wanted, was able to run it like he wanted, like like a dictatorship. Oh, let's be real. It is. It's just really funny to think like you could have very easily ended up with another bash to beach scenario with how like looking back on it, it's like this yeah. is not good. Like you've seen this fail once. A AEW are being criticized for fumbling the bag or dropping the ball with CM Punk. And I can't disagree more. And here's why. Mm-hmm. They brought him back. Yeah, he was. They done. gave him his own TV show that was tailored to his vision in with the wrestlers that he likes, that he wanted, with the style that he wanted, that he liked. And he still fucked it up. I don't think this is an indictment in AEW whatsoever. They brought him back. Like, let's... He gave an awesome match with Punk or with Joe before he, he left. He did. But, like, I can't stress this enough for everybody listening or watching. They brought him back. So, the bag wasn't fumbled. The ball wasn't dropped. They tried to work with him. Now, whether you can say... AEW as a, a backstage culture or the politics or the roster or the drama because John Moxie's gone on the record himself saying that the place he's never seen the place with so much drama because they're so inexperienced they can't it's not corporate do you yeah. know what I mean it all those things while all of that might be true to a degree CM Punk did not like he did not what's the word I'm looking for he did not um come across as somebody who was professional throughout this he he was actually quite difficult to work with. And I don't think that that is me being totally critical of Punk in the sense of me throwing shade his way for the sake of it. I think it's a very fair and real thing to say that this man himself did not cover himself in glory throughout this. And when he goes back to WWE, as he's done, of course he's going to be accepted as a hero. Yep. Of course. Because the the perception is he left AEW. The perception is he's come back home. The perception is he's back where he made his career. But let's call a spade a spade. He didn't leave AEW. He was fired. He was disgraced. He was run out of the company when he was the biggest draw in the company. He was run out of it. He went back to WWE with his tail between his legs. And I know a lot of people are going to be pissed about this. This man has been vocal about his displeasure with this company for the longest time. They fired him on his wedding day. He got Z-packed to death. He shot himself in the ring. He was he was literally like being killed by this company. It's why he walked out in the first place. He's apparently now forgiven all. It's like basically he's... He has to. I know he has to. So it's it's just mad to see that like for so long he was so anti WWE, and then to just come back and like apparently he's gone around he's apologizing to everybody he was a dickhead too. He has to, but I also I think that there's a lot of growth there of course. Yeah, it's been like, what ten, sort of ten years in in January. Yeah, ten years like, in January. Like Triple H said himself, no one's the same after ten years. But you have to keep in mind this only happened fucking three months ago, four months ago, four months. Sorry, three months and I think four days he got fired. 
He got fired a couple of days after All In. Yeah. So it would, and it was before All Out. It is. It is a different level of being a dickhead, though, isn't it? In what way? So, like, when he was with WWE originally, it was like, oh, I'm going to shit talk your company and the way the higher ups are treating me. Man, didn't it, really... No, no, no. Like, no, look. I don't know if you're aware of this. It's all scripted. Like, yeah. Like, but even, do you know his pipe bomb? Mm-hmm. Like, Cody Rhodes has gone on the record saying his pipe bomb was, like, constructed by the guys backstage. Yeah. CM Punk is outspoken, but you have to keep in mind he's a fucking employee of this company. Yeah. So you can be outspoken and you can present yourself as somebody who is always being kept down by the establishment, which he was, which is why he's loved. Let's keep this in mind. Me too. Like, I love him as well. Even now. But, like, the point that I'm making is that, like, when it comes to him, he is a walking problem to a degree. Yeah. And my issue is, firstly, he's gotten injured in every big match he's had recently, mm-hmm. right, for starters, which isn't good. For, it, Did he get injured against Joe? Uh, we don't know that he got sacked. He injured his career. He injured his career. He injured his ego. Yeah. Um, but, like, it, it, like he's, he's injured himself in big matches. Like, this is factual. He injured himself on his way, after, on his way to the ring after a big match. He did before. Um, or before a big match, he jumped the barricade and broke his foot. Like I that was after, no? No, so it was an entrance with FTR. Watch our own video, man. Yeah, I'm trying to couldn't Watch remember. Was it after video. he won the belt or was it on his? It was way after to the ring? he won the belt. Yeah. It was after he won the belt. Um, and I'm sorry if I'm I'm pissing some people off. I love CM Punk. The point I'm making is, I think there's a couple of ways to look at this, and there's a couple of things that are true. You should be able to take this for what it is at face value. This is a man. Returning to his former company, albeit not under the best circumstances, but got to do it in Chicago for a gigantic moment after 10 years in the place that made him, basically, right? He's going to have great feuds. Mm-hmm. He's going to have great matches. because he, he Whatever way you want to slice it and dice it, he's not the best in the world, but he's still on an extremely elite level, no pun intended. Like, he is one of the absolute best doing it. He's not Okada. He's not Osprey. He's not Omega. But, like, is he in the upper echelon of wrestlers? Yes. Is he better than The Miz? Yes. Um, he's... Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Go on. If you want to argue mm-hmm. that The Miz has, is better athletically than CM Punk... I think it, as a pro wrestler, The Miz is a better person to have employed. We're, we're on different wavelengths. I agree with what, what you said there, and you were very careful what you yep. said. I do agree with that, yep. but that's not what I'm saying. Like if the, you want high-profile matches, The Miz is not the guy you want the Miz to have high-profile matches. But if but you CM need Punk someone is. to put on a match, you fucking guarantee The Miz isn't injured. That's true. To, yeah, but like the point I'm making is like, if you want an elite-level match, and CM Punk is the guy, The Miz is not. Um, But if you want somebody to put on a good match like that, he's your guy. Good storyline, amazing talker, as we know, he's one of the best on the mic to ever, ever, ever cut a promo. Mm-hmm. Full stop. If you take it at face value, you're going to have a whale of a time. Yeah, it's like he whale has... Of a time. Like Triple H said, what? A lack can change in 10 years. Yeah. And you can see that how much has changed because like when he left WWE, it was very like, oh, I'm not being treated right. Fuck this place. Fuck the establishment and the higher-ups. But then when he was... Coming to the end of his time with AEW, it wasn't fuck the higher ups. I thought he was like, oh fuck these kids, basically. So he's he's literally just went from like a angsty teenager to a grumpy old man. Yeah, like look, man. I I think it's fantastic that he's back. Seth Rollins had a, an interview the other day where he said he can't wait for the feud with Punk. He 
he meant everything he said. Yeah. What was it? It was like, I meant every single thing I said about Punk, but I owe him my career. Like, look, there's a lot of similarities between them two, between Punk and Rollins, right? Yeah. There's a lot. I just think we need to just enjoy this while we can. It's going to be and great. And look, guys, I'm not saying that it's going to fucking implode. No, it's That's not be... what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, he didn't leave AEW in the best terms and he has to be on his, his best behavior here. WWE are not like AEW. Now, in AEW, all credit to them, when he came back and Collision became a thing, they clearly had a million contracts in place. Because as soon as he was gone, we heard fucking nothing. Yep. Nothing. And CM Punk, one more thing Go on. on this as well. Triple H said that a lot of people could change in 10 years. Yep. CM Punk, before he returned to Collision, was on Instagram. Yep. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Calling out John Moxley. Yes. Saying the whole Rocky Three thing. Yes. Called William Regal a stooge. Yes. Like, you can say people have changed all you want. That was only six months ago. Yes. Come on, like. How much so, that was just to be an arsehole? Yeah, but, like, he's back in that company now. Yeah. So, like, point I'm making. Sorry, I'm kind of just dancing around it now. Is vape on camera, though. Okay. I don't think that this is going to implode in any capacity, but I do think you need to be realistic about it. They will cut ties with this man with absolutely no repercussions or recourse if they have to. They absolutely will. And I think we just need to enjoy it while we can. I don't know who he's going to piss off when it does happen. I don't know if he's going to piss somebody off if it does happen. But if something does happen and they need to get rid, it won't be like AW. It won't be a thing of, we will take him off TV for nine months because he's injured and all that shit, and we'll bring him back. WWE will not do that. If they need to cut ties with him, they absolutely will. Enjoy it while you can. That's all I'm going like, to say on you, that. You can find shitty things about any wrestler. Like, uh, yeah. I was reading yesterday. Remember Tyler Reek? Yeah. Or Reeks? Yeah. Uh, used to use the burning hammer as finisher. Yeah. Cena got that changed. Yeah. Allegedly. For sure. So Cena got a lot of things changed. But, like, if you look back, Cena's going to be rega- remembered in the highest possible that's life not, forever. But, but that's not... I know it's not the same John, thing. John, but you okay, can the, find the nef- the, okay. The Nexus were like the hottest thing. Yes, the hottest thing, mm-hmm. and everybody wanted the ne- the Nexus to go over. Mm-hmm. I keep on the Netflix in my mind. The Nexus to go over and to beat Team Cena. WWE, <laughs> and Cena is the one who was like, "No, that shouldn't happen," and bury them. And Chris Jericho was like, "What? Yep, you you that will bury them." And John Cena was like, "No, no, no. Trust me." He was completely wrong. It happens. But he'll still be looked at in the highest possible light. So like there's if he... a there's a big difference between CM Punk and John Cena. I know there is, but did, I'm did saying John like... Cena go on a podcast like trying to fucking He like, still might. Did John Cena go have a lawsuit against a WWE doctor? He still might. It's true, like but like look well, man, it's not the can... same. He's a po- the reason why we're talking about him so fucking long is because he's so polarizing. But I'm saying you can find like if he goes like he's back to WWE now, if he just sits there and he does his work and he gets everything done. He, he'll be remembered in a good light. Shawn Michaels had to leave. I know it was his back. Yeah. For four years. Yeah. Before he was finally welcomed back in like a positive light. Yeah. Like you'll find shitty Sometimes things. Sometimes you have to go. So it's to, probably to for the best. And hopefully when he comes back now, he'll have good relationships and everything like that. Like I thought Rollins would have just outright been like, I'm not working with him at all ever. 
like put him on a different show but, but like, or even yeah. even last year like i remember i didn't say it in our video so there's no narration but i, yep. th- I think i i did say it on one of the podcasts and one of the videos that we have before now that like i even thought then that that was a work at the time on the off chance something did happen when his contract was up or something this yeah. is this is just post up brought out mm-hmm. people didn't know if he was going to be fired or not and rollins was playing like fucking 40 chess and he was the only wrestler to basically only mainstream wrestler to comment on the cm punk thing yep um because he could so when he commented on it he just said stay away Philly phil you're a cancer don't we don't want you here you're not wanted interestingly when he went to AEW, that was the exact same storyline they're running there so we'll see how it goes and see how they do it um i think what will make people enjoy it more is if punk is the heel in this scenario um mm. because whatever way you want to slice it he is technically an outsider right? he, sh- he should be the heel he should be the heel he's a better heel um but look we'll leave it there we're going to another return enjoy from the same night. Yeah, enjoy it while you can. And please, please don't come for me. I feel like I I was very clear there where He's very volatile. He's very volatile. Enjoy him while you can. He didn't leave AEW in a good way. He yep. didn't leave it in a very graceful way. He left it obviously in the worst way you can, which is a gross misconduct termination, basically. Um, but enjoy it while you can. And I don't want people to come after me saying, oh yeah, no fucking Mark, look at this fucking guy, he... so anti CM Punk. He's my favourite fucking wrestler. He's Did one he... of them anyway. He left ROH in a good way, didn't he? Uh, yeah, well he signed a WWE contract on the ROH title, if you want to call that a good way, but that's a heel move. Yeah, it's a, but like, I presume the relationship was still good when he left. Um, f- so, f- okay. I would have been eight. So, based on my revisionism... Probably have no idea. Well, based on my revisionism, if I remember correctly, uh, he was best friends with the Booker and was booked in a very positive way when he was on his way out, if I remember correctly. So that was the last company he's left well. From ROH to WWE, left WWE badly. Yeah. Uh, What, eight years later to AEW, left AEW very badly. And now he's back to WWE, where he could very well leave badly again. Technically, he left AEW badly twice. He did. So he, he didn't have a good reputation for quitting jobs. You know what? You're right. Hey, man, he's money. He's, he is money. He's money. Highest merch seller in the company within we're, a week. We're moving on. I'm not anti-punk before people fucking come for me. I'm realistic. Be realistic. Wrestling is a funny fucking thing. And it's ridiculous and it's over the top. Be realistic. Enjoy it while you can. As as we move on to Randy Orton coming back, what yes. was it you said just before we started recording? For a man who's come out of back surgery, oh, yeah. he is baiting out RKO's. So I don't know <laughs> what the fuck is going on here. So he had a triple fusion back surgery. Mm-hmm. Triple fusion back surgery. The doctors told him. Never wrestle again. Basically, you should retire. Yep. And the re- re- you've essentially, you've earned enough money. You've had the career of an absolute legend. Retire and spend it with your family. And this man went, nah. Yeah, how about RKO's? How about week? how about allegedly Juice and Jim? He's so big. He's, He's so, so big. much bigger than he was. He's so, guys, look. <laughs> with the way that WWE is now, right? 
I I I can't say this with certainty, obviously, because they've gone through so many um scandals in the past. I would be ninety percent sure, ninety percent, that Randy Orton is genuinely on steroids. And I, I, and that's not sorry, just to clarify before yeah. people get mad again, because I'm throwing out hot takes apparently. The reason why I'm saying this is he has never been that big. Yep. He's been out for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And he had triple fusion back surgery. Before this man could even lift a weight would have probably been nine months ago. And it? now he's that size. And now he's that. Is that possible? I don't know. Oh, it's possible. It's a possible cleanly. Probably not. So that's the point I'm making. He doubled in size. like He he ate Randy Orton. He ate the last himself. Like they have, obviously they're, they're definitely able to say our superstars aren't on steroids. Yeah. But they're definitely not able to say all of our superstars aren't on steroids. Like if they say... If I presume if they if the like is it FDA or someone comes to them and they're like I, oh hey I don't I don't know exactly what WWE's policy is now because like at the end of the day look they they they're not a real sports organization yeah it's it's entertainment more than yeah, it's sports so if somebody privately wants to do steroids and if WWE wants to turn a blind eye they, they get can, away with they it. can but I I'm sure they have like you they definitely do, they, have people that are like they do random spot tests but like I wonder how easy it is for them to say I wonder how random Randy, it is Randy Orton is not getting one do you know what I mean so I'd say if they're told right do random spot tests they can go to JD McDonough yeah who's probably not on steroids yeah. and be like here you're getting spot tested yeah or you can go to the likes of who else is like uh like Seth Rollins. Yeah, like oh here you're getting spotted. Do you know lads who Cody. you look at and be like, hmm? Cody's not. Yeah, because like you can see when Cody fucking tore his pec, he yeah. lost half his size. Yeah, he did. He got a lot smaller. So and they he... definitely don't go to people like fucking Bobby Lashley and they're like, oh here, we're gonna check you just what? in case. He oh he's definitely clean. But what if he's not? Oh no, man, he's sorry. That's the worst. Just the worst example, Bobby. If you want to say someone like uh. Who I'm trying to think of someone who's like scandalously massive, like you know when Batista came back. Yeah, you're not or, gonna look at Triple Bati- H. Yeah, like them. you're not gonna look at either of them and go, "We'll randomly spot test them." No, you'll go to fucking Rey Mysterio or someone who's yeah. probably not honest. Like, like th- this is the thing, like guys, I don't. <laughs> this this is hot take territory. We're not saying all these wrestlers are on steroids, right? However, like once again, you need to call a spade a spade. Some are. Oh, you and, should be allowed on steroids. Fuck yeah, it. Like, some are, right? And I don't think it is wild to say that there are some wrestlers out there that want that cannot achieve the physique that they want naturally. Nope. So have to have something to um to allow them to get to the level that they want to get at. It should and be this is factual. This happened this happens in wrestling even today. This still happens. Like it so should let's... be fully allowed, I think. Like you're in a business of essentially looking good. Yeah. Why you like you? The whole point of banning them in sports is a competitive advantage. You don't get a competitive advantage. Yeah, you but look a, better. A lot of people have died because of steroids, Mike. Like, a lot of people have died from driving cars. Yeah, true. But like something's got to get you. Yeah, well, like, but have you ever seen like you definitely haven't? But like when the steroid scandal happened, there was a lot of like diagrams, not diagrams, what are they called? Like infographs. Yeah. Going around of like wrestlers who die, like wrestlers die at a younger age than nearly every other like sport or medium. Yeah. Like, yeah, and steroids is a huge part of that. But if you if it's one of those like if you're willing to accept that risk, yeah, but no, like I I I do disagree with that. Smokers I, die at a younger age. I think that if it's if it's regulated to the point where it's safe, sure, because there are safe ways to do it. Yeah, 
but the the problem is that some people don't do that now with, with somewhere like wwe and someone like randy orton who was definitely on it many many years ago before the steroid scandal happened <laughs> post chris benoit again yep um like if if you want to break it down that way like randy orton probably knows how to take that safely i'm sure john cena has been on them at one point there's definitely ways Triple to H. do it right and there's ways to do it wrong but like if you are willing to go about it the right way i think it shouldn't be even frowned upon like well <clears throat> again if it's done the right way i'm not straight edge in any capacity right <laughs> like i i drink alcohol like often like i'm not straight edge in any way i wouldn't be totally on your side there yeah. and that's okay because it's it's personal preference right i wouldn't ha- if you said to me oh yeah i i'm taking steroids because i want to get better i wouldn't have an issue with you per se doing that but i don't think it should be as simple as everyone should do it and everyone should be allowed to do it i think it should be a very selective thing i think in no and obviously not everyone like you shouldn't be allowed like you shouldn't at 18 be allowed to hop on but that, but that's like it's, it's all or none that's the problem it is yeah that's i think the so there's there's probably a way like a right way to I don't that's know, what i'm saying if you were to write it all down like after 31 or 32 like when you stop naturally yeah. producing testosterone if, if there is a a safe way to do it but you're not doing it when you're 18 years old you can sign me up that i'll be not belt away but i'll be more positive about it yeah but when it's not a hundred percent safe to be doing it, especially at a young age and it's kind of all or none yeah I'm not i'm not and i think you agree with me there as well yeah when I break it down like that well it's just it was more so like when the scandal came out now obviously that was what it came out twice by the way but when, the first one that's in the 90s yeah. yeah when people were like oh hulk hogan's on steroids like fucking damn right hulk hogan's on steroids hold on so do you know the way right uh, we're switching topics here we have to move on we can't just be talking about steroids it's such a hot hot topic so i don't know do you remember right when vince mcmahon a few months ago was going to be taken to court yeah and he suddenly had a neck injury he had a back injury. Sorry, yeah. It was when the steroid scandal first came out and he all of a sudden went, oh, my neck. Oh, my. Vince McMahon. Anytime Vince McMahon is meant to go to court, he suffers an injury. It's, oh, my neck hurty. Oh, my neck hurty. Like, have you seen the photo of him on the cover? Of, yeah, that's so funny. So, like, Vince McMahon. <laughs> right before the steroids, or right during the steroid scandal, suddenly had neck problems. Suddenly. Oh, Jesus. But um, you know the, the, the photo of him on Sports Illustrated? Yes. Where he's, like, oh, yeah, he's 65. A, yeah. Like Vince, do you really want to stand there and now, go? No one's on steroids. He's a he is juiced to the fucking nines. I don't know how he's not dead. Neither do I. They're probably the only thing keeping him going. Could be. He like he tore both his quads and mostly stood back up. Yes, that's a hilarious video. Yes. He shouldn't have been able to get that far back up. That video is iconic. He walked to the back by himself. Oh god! Oh, he got help. He got help. He got to the back apparently and fucked the two lads who were helping him away. How? His legs were 99% steroid at that point. There's no other reason he could have walked. Right. Um, moving on. Speaking, what are, yeah, what else have we got? Speaking of steroids, let's move on to to some uh, AEW stuff. Oh, hang on. There's a really good segue. Moving away from the juice and onto the juice. Juice Robinson broke his back. He <laughs> Juice Robinson broke his back. I actually don't know if he broke his back. He needs he final surgery. surgery. He got back surgery. Yeah. Um. AEW, I feel like in the last couple of weeks, post full gear, we're not going to talk about full gear. Ah. Um, and the reason why is because the first half of the show was class and the yep. second half went downhill fast. Massively. And the main event was a complete fuck up. And I think the majority of fans agree. Um, a lot of people I have spoken to liked the main event. 
Okay. I did not like the main event. I, I wanted it not. to be. Yeah, we wanted it to be straight MJFJ white wrestling. Yeah. Now that maybe that's not what like you, we could have enjoyed it. I think if we weren't expecting MJFJ white five star wrestling match. Yeah. But. You know, take things at face value as much as you can. That's what seven I weeks of build up, guys. So the Continental Classic has kicked off. Mm-hmm. The Continental Classic, not the G one, is AEW's G G one. Yep. So it's a round robin tournament. So everybody gets points. Everybody faces each other in their in their in their league, and uh, basically, then you'll move on to a traditional tournament stuff. Basically, yeah, elimination. Yeah, side essentially, right. So. The Continental Classic is only a thing because they will not allow Brian Danielson to do a G1 in his last year because he'll be gone for basically a month and a half. And he'll die. And he he won't die, but like he has one year left in him. Yep. And it's probably going to be all in next year that he retires. He's I, he's definitely said he'll be at he'll all in. He'll be at all in. Yep. I think he's going to have a match at all in. Mm-hmm. I think we will see the occasional Brian Danielson match. He just won't be a full-time wrestler. Yep. He won't even be a part-time wrestler to a degree. He just will show up every so often and something will happen. He'll be AEW's John Cena. He'll be AEW's John Cena, right? He loves AEW. So I am very happy that they're doing the Continental Classic. Yep. Brian Danielson wanted this, mm-hmm. so he got it. Yep. And I like the people in it. I feel like you you could have had this... Even the G1 has this as well, right? Mm. So you could have had it. So you have two brackets of completely stacked people and everybody's beating everyone left, right, center, right? Yeah. Which no one loses credibility in a tournament like that because it's a, it's, it's a round-robin tournament that can always get points back. And anything can, can happen. Anything can happen, yeah. right? But what they chose to do is they chose um, to have, obviously, Eddie Kingston put his two belts on the, on the line for a triple crown. Yeah. They have Jay Lethal in there as well. Mm-hmm. And they also have uh, Mark Briscoe in there. Yep. And I think what that allows for, just having those three people, is it does allow for losses to happen. Yeah. Cleanly. Like, for example, Mark Briscoe has lost his ma- his matches. Um, Jay Lethal's lost his matches. He's another match on Wednesday against Jay White, I believe. That was last night, no? Didn't happen. You said to me last night it didn't happen yesterday. Okay, they posted it last yeah. night about an hour before Collision was meant to go on. So okay. it just made sense. That... No, I think it's it's that way. And uh, who else has lost? Marcus Jay White has oh, taken Eddie a loss. Eddie Kingston's lost both his matches as well. Jay White's taken a loss against Swerve. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jay White's three points. So point I'm getting at is I actually quite like that they have these fun, very good wrestlers in there that don't necessarily need to win. I can kind of take a few pinfalls. Yeah. Because if you have everybody beating everyone, not only does the politics kick in, right? But like... Imagine if, for example, Swerve goes up against Jay White, and then Swerve goes up against Kenny Omega, and then Swerve goes up against Hangman. If he it's wins, like, all how of... do I? And then then Hangman goes against Kenny Omega. Then Hangman goes against Swerve. That do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like we can't actually have everyone's going to finish on like six points. Yeah, we can't book this correctly. Yeah, yeah. everyone's gonna, so like you need to have some fall guys who are definitely going to lose. They'll win at least one match. No one's going to. I'd say one person will finish on zero. It could be Jay Lethal. Just because he's in a comedy group. Or you could have Eddie Kingston finish on zero and go off the deep end if you really wanted to. That would be a good turn. Um, But, like, it's... I really like what they're doing with the Continental Classic. I haven't seen last night. Yeah. Which, have you heard about last night? I've only seen from the Danielson-Kingston match. That was all I saw. The best two hours of AEW TV in forever, people are saying. But the best AEW show since WrestleDream, which is October 1st. 
Yeah. So uh, I presume that had a lot to do with Danielson and Kingston. Apparently, it was absolutely class, mm. like, start to finish. They have a very, like, their style could work very well together. Kingston's a great storyteller. Danielson's a great storyteller. Yeah, basically. It's, it's, it's interesting. There's a bunch of different things that they could do um, with this. I don't know who's going to win, but I feel like wh- whoever is going to win is going to get that de facto momentum title shot. Personally, um, I wanted Hangman to win. I said this on the record. I, you did, yep. I, no, actually, sure we didn't no, we, we, we haven't recorded We said it to each other. Yep. I wanted Hangman to win. Um, I thought Hangman was going to be in it because I thought that this would give him the momentum that he would need to bounce back and go into the title picture. Yes. But now I'm thinking it's going to be Swerve. I wanted, I still wanted to be Jay White. I th- His, the promo he caught the other day yeah. solidified it where it's like, yeah. I'm the only person in this company to have won a G1. Yeah. I've won the IWGP title twice. Yeah. Like, like, I think you could absolutely have Jay White win it. Jay White has a triple crown title. Jay White goes defends it in New Japan Strong. Jay White goes and defends it wherever. That's uh, that's the other thing. He's banned yeah. from New Strong. Yeah. Uh, he's banned from New Japan in general, well, right? If he's their champ, they might make a, an exception. They, they have to welcome him back. But, look, re- wrestling is wrestling. They can fucking make up anything they wanted to really like. Steve Savage is still barred from wrestling in Limerick. Yeah, he, he didn't he wrestle the last few shows? Don't worry about that. Okay. So... <laughs> Basically, like wrestling's wrestling, it's 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 a funny thing. Yeah. So, I'm very happy with this. I think that it needs to be Jay White or Swerve. Personally, I don't think Danielson needs it. J- me saying Jay White winning it is complete bias. It should. But be I Swerve. agree. No, no, but I agree. Yeah. No, no, no. I think either of them are to Jay White having a. Here's the thing. There's absolutely nothing stopping Jay White beating, for example, Swerve in the final. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think that can happen. But like, beating. JY beating John Moxley in the final and getting his fucking triple crown title. Yeah. And then he has a title that isn't the world title, mm-hmm. but it's a title that he brings up to a very like prestigious level, right? The way I'd love to see it go is JY and Swerve in the final, which might not be possible, I don't know. Right. And then have JY cheat to win, because he's a bad guy. Yep. And have Swerve be like, this is fucking bullshit, this is ridiculous, and then somehow Get Swerve away from the Jay White thing into the MJF thing. There's no interferences. I know there's no but interferences. There, there, there's already been some cheating going on with so Jay White. That's why I want um, I want him to beat Swerve through cheating. Yeah, and that kind of makes Swerve be like, "This is ridiculous." But see, I, I deserve I, better I, but than I, this. I think you can make you can do this totally clean. So I think, like for example, you could have an amazing match that's fucking forty five minutes in the semi final between Swerve and Jay White, mm-hmm. and Jay White. You know what? Just for argument's sake. Swerve and Danielson. Yeah. For a 45 minute match. Mm-hmm. And Danielson beats him. Yeah. And Swerve doesn't come out with that any weaker. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's Brian Danielson. But there's nothing stopping Swerve marching towards MJF then. There's nothing for Revolution. Nothing. And he doesn't need to win the tournament to do that. Yeah. Um, Jay White would because Jay White just lost to MJF. So Jay White winning mm. this and having a title is a good thing. Yeah. Danielson winning this and having the title is a good thing. Moxie winning it and having the title is a good thing. There's a couple of different ways they can go about it. I don't think they'll have Danielson win it. Neither do I. I Because of the Eddie Kingston belt thing. Right. He'd have to, I don't know, I feel like if they have Danielson win it, Danielson's got to go to Japan. And I don't think they want Danielson in Japan. Um, He's he's working Wrestle Kingdom. I I know he's working Wrestle Kingdom, but like, if he's the New Japan strong champion. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like it's just safer to not have it on him. Let him do his tournament run, he can get to the final, but don't have him win. Yeah, I I think there's a couple of different ways you can go about it. But personally, from from my perspective, I think that anybody besides Kingston 
Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe winning it. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Mark Briscoe wouldn't it would be class. Mark Briscoe winning it would be class. It would, but like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to so happen, like, but it would be sick. But like, if Mark Briscoe, Jay Lethal, and Eddie Kingston are the three that don't win it, I'm kind of okay with whoever those. I even quite like the idea of Roosh having a title, to be honest, because Roosh is just class. Yeah. Um, Andrade. 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 Is that Andrade in it? I feel like he is. I don't think he is. Is he not? I don't think so. Where's the bracket? I don't think Andrade is in it, is he? I don't know. I feel like Andrade is in it. He very well could be. I'm I'm drawing a blank. I can't even remember the brackets. He easily could be. Man, there's a lot of people. There's what? Twelve people? Continental Breakfast. Continental Classic AEW. My phone refuses to tell me about anything other Foxy, than the... Swerve, Strickland, Bruce, Mark Briscoe, Jay Wheat, Lethal, Jay White. Andrade is there, I think. Andrade. Yeah, you're right. Andrade and Daniel Garcia had yeah. a match last night that was class, apparently. You're right. I forgot about that. Daniel Garcia, I forgot, was in it too. Here we go. Blue League, Danielson, Brody King, Andrade, yep. Claudio, Daniel Garcia, Eddie Kingston, Gold League, Moxie, Strickland, Roosh, Briscoe, Lethal, White. So. I wouldn't like to see Brody win it. You would? Oh, I wouldn't. Um, I think I'd add him to the other three well, people I don't want to see one of They're presenting him strong. It's really weird, actually, for me, personally, mm. that uh, the House of Black's leader is obviously Malachi. Yep. Who has not had a singles match this year. Listen to this. Go on, yep. Malachi has not had a singles match since CM Punk was... since Brawl Out. Okay. To... Basically, now. That's insanity. It was a year and a half. I think I saw something where it was actually longer than that. I, saw, I read it yesterday, but I can't remember the it exact might, time You know frame. what? You know what? I might be wrong. It might be CM Punk's debut to now. He hasn't had a singles match. Very possible. Hold on. I did see a thing yesterday saying that the, uh, the, the like mist or poison around his eye yeah. has leaked into his brain, and now he's going insane, and everyone was expecting him to go out and call Matt Seidel Evan Bourne. Oh my god. Would have been very funny. Okay, I'm going back to Raw times. It's not that far back. No, it's not that far back. So. But he's such a good singles wrestler. His last singles match. When was it? Uh... Was it before Punk's debut? Okay, so. Hold on. I'm looking at AW specifically. Okay, so yeah. So, here we go. Go on. I reckon... So he, he, he makes his debut in August 2021. Jesus Christ, okay. And beats Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Then he beats Brock Anderson. Okay. You don't know who that is, I do don't. You? Moving on. Then beats Lee Johnson. You don't know who that is, nope. do you? Um, I believe he's riding Julia Hart. Um, Malachi Black defeats Dustin Rhodes. You okay. know who that is. I know who Dustin Rhodes is. Okay. Oh, so does. Malachi Black defeats Cody Rhodes. Again. Again. Yep. So this is the 22nd of September. So. Is Punk already back at Punk that Punk is already back. So it's Brawl Out. So. Is the set. So. No. It's not. Okay. So. It is. His last singles match. Was. When. Cody Rhodes defeats Malachi Black on Saturday Night Dynamite. Okay. On the 23rd of August, 2021. So basically, he came back when the CM Punk comes back, August 25th, 2021. So it was two days. So two months after. 
You said it was the 25th of August, 2021. Yeah, and 23rd and, of October. Oh, October, sorry. So there, there's so two months. So basically, Manakai's... I don't know exactly what the stat I saw was, but basically, CM Punk debuted, yeah. had like two matches. Manakai had a match. Hasn't Nothing. had a single match since. So that means CM Punk has essentially debuted... Twice. Three times. Gotten suspended and injured. Yep. Came back, left, got fired, and came back to WWE yep. on the time frame before Malachi has had a singles match. Should they look at... Like, I don't know. House of Black uh, is a very interesting one. Because yeah. they're cool when they're together. Yep. But they've done nothing. Yeah. Julia Hart is... I'm the only person that says this. Well, they had the trios titles. That's nothing. They so held they, them. They, man, look. I think I have a House of Black t-shirt in my wardrobe here. I think it's really fucking cool, their vibe. Yeah. I think they're amazing wrestlers. I think that they can tell amazing stories. But However, they just, they're not used. They don't know how to use them is the issue. So, so they gave him, they gave them the house rules thing. Yeah. The house rules thing was basically let them, um, it's a regular wrestling match. We're going to dim the lights. We're going to have it so it's kind of like a more darkish match. Yeah, it's scary. And then there's a special stipulation for every match. So like, you can't win by submission. Yeah, it's just like it's, Julia Hart's kept that. So when she defends her title, she there it's, it'll be house it's, rules. It's under house rules, yeah. right? So that's cool. I actually quite like that. I I quite like Julia Hart. Yeah, I quite like Julia Hart. But when she, I see members of the House of Black, yeah. like they have their entrance, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's and then nothing like, happens. No, they're amazing in the ring. But the problem is there's a there's a lack of story there, right? Except for the acclaim story, which was actually alright. It was. Um, but the point that I'm making is like with Brody King, yeah, just the, the initial point that you were making, Malachi easily should have been in that position in my opinion instead of Brody yeah um but I think they needed a really big guy but they did they can't have Paul White because he can't move he literally um, can just about walk and Powerhouse Hobbs I'm sorry for anybody who likes Powerhouse Hobbs Powerhouse Hobbs is good yep he's not great no Brody King genuinely is great I would have rather seen probably Buddy instead of who instead of Brody I think it's, Buddy it's, is class. It's, it's too small of a tournament. You need to have like David versus Goliath. I, I, I know the logic behind it, but I think Buddy is class. Um, I don't know. Like Rhea Ripley has been outspoken on wanting Buddy back in WWE. Yeah, well, of course she is. I feel like that might happen. No. You don't think so? No. Would you say no to her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that you had to think about it. Well, like... He got fired. I thought he was let go, no? Yeah, fired. But it was more just like, oh, we're releasing you. Yeah, they fired everyone. Well, yeah, but like fired makes it seem like a CM Punk thing. No, they were fired. Okay. They were terminated. Mm. Their contracts were terminated. That's what happened. They were fired. You can call it whatever WWE wants, it, wants to call it. Like if you want to call it let go or released or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't fired, know. Like. Fired makes it seem like he was robbing shoes out of a gear bag or he, something he, like. He was fired. So like, did they want him back? Maybe. I'm sure like they, they fired Swerve as well, technically. They, they fucking fired Mustafa Ali. Why would they want Buddy Matthews back? I know they fired Mustafa Ali. But like if fucking Swerve rocked up now and he was like, hey, I'll work for you. I'm sure they'd be like, yeah, let's go. I don't think so. You don't think they'd take back Swerve as hot as he is now and like how good no. he is and everything? No. I feel like Swerve would walk back in the door. No. No. I, I, I think Swerve needs to do something before he can do that. I don't think Swerve would like no, Swerve no, like, himself. So but... I, they, they, you have to look at things like through like the prism of do they need him and the answer is no. 
like like well like will they need him in fucking two or three years time yes because the majority of their main main eventer is going to be over 40 yeah well cody is the new pushed guy and is he 41 38 i think or 39 something like that he's old older than he looks he's he's older he's older than he looks yeah well it's it's mad that they have such like i don't know an aging roster nearly I saw, so Cody's 38. Okay. I saw a lot of people giving stick to the AEW for basically not pushing young guys, right? Right. Isn't MJF... Hear me out. Yep. (laughs) For not pushing young guys. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's bait. So I went onto their profile and they just tweet a lot about wrestling, but WWE, everything, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's like bait or if it's just like an engagement thing or what. Probably right? an engagement thing. Probably an engagement thing. But for argument's sake, let's say it's not. Yeah. Like these people, like, they'll, they have this perception that, oh, Danielson and Moxley and Omega and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, man, like, Jay White's 31, Will Ospreay's 30, Hangman's 32, Swerve, I think, is 31. Like, that's young in wrestling. That's, I think Swerve that's... is younger, no? No, he's not. I like that's ten years at the absolute top, if not more, if you're careful with your body, like do you know what I mean? And I don't think it's very fair to kind of to say that. But like they've had but, that four but, pillars tournament. Yes, but when you like break it down, like Daniel Garcia and Jungle Boy and fucking Sammy Guevara's over thirty. Darby Allen. Like Darby Allen Darby Allen's over thirty. But like not that much over like they're young enough, like I think the, is Darby thirty? I think he's thirty one. Oh, yeah, sorry, 31 want to like, be retired. They yeah, want to be dead by 30. want to be dead by 30. Yeah. But, like, the point I'm making is the, the people will say that, but then you look at WWE's roster and they're pushing Damian Priest now. And Damian Priest, I think, is 41. Finn Balor is 42. Kevin Owens, I think, is, is 38 or something like that. Yeah, it's... I don't, they, with wrestling, it's very hard as well. It's, it's Kevin, Owens, like, Kevin Owens is 39. But, like, with wrestling, you could argue that... Sami Zayn's 39. These people seem younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, it's not really a... Like, you see... The argument for them saying, oh, they're pushing all the old people in AEW is going to be because they're signing the likes of... Like, Edge came back recently and they've got Ric Flair and Christian Cage and all that. It's like, so? well, maybe it's just what you're seeing. Because Nick Wayne is... Or was hot as shit for a while there. So it is. That's what I mean. Like, and Nick Wayne is, what, 19? 18. He just turned 18. Billy Starks? 18. And she's... Going for the ROH world title next week, isn't yep. she? Yep, she is. She's class. Yeah. Nick Wayne is class, but like, they're not, you can't just take an 18 year old and go, yeah, carry the company. Yeah. Like, but I think, like, there, there's a realistic thing of it. Like, WWE obviously has, like, younger stars as well. Yeah. Um. So here's everybody under the age of 30 in AEW, right? Not go everyone, on. but here's the majority of yeah. them. Yeah. Willow Nightingale, Tony Storm, Ty Conti, Sky Blue. That is... The Sky Blue's young Riho, as fuck as well, didn't you? May, Layla Hirsch, Chris Statlander. Are you only reading the women's list? No, I'm not. Okay. Jamie Hayter, Julia Hart, Anna Jay, Wheeler Utah, Satnam Singh, um, fucking... Oh my God, I can't think of his name. Fucking Wayne. Wayne? You literally just said his name. Uh, Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne. Apologies. <laughs> I, I completely blanked his first name. Nick Wayne. Um, MJF. Um, yeah, they're not pushing younger guys. Their main champion for the past year has been, what, yeah, 28? Yeah. Lee Moriarty, Lee Johnson, um, Kyle Fletcher, Takeshita, Bandido, Jack Perry, Takeshita Isaiah got, Cassidy. Takeshita Hulk, got a weird run. Hook, Dante and Darius Martin, Daniel Garcia, 
Um, I for, what, forget his fucking name. Who? That's my dear. Who the fuck is this? Commander. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Austin Gunn and Action Andretti are all under 30. Like, it's their roster is pretty stacked, especially the young roster. But the idea of, oh, they're not pushing young guys when literally their main top guy is 29. Literally, like, like who, I can't even think of a twenty-nine-year-old in WWE. Okay. Logan ha- Paul. I have the list. Here is the list of the ages of the top stars in WWE. Right. Since when? Are you ready? Or is it current? As of this is current. Okay. Dominic Mysterio, twenty-six. Rhea Ripley, twenty-seven. Yep. Bianca Belair and Bailey are thirty-four. Yep. Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Seth Rollins are thirty-seven. Usos are 38, Roman Reigns is 38, Cody Rhodes is 38, Drew McIntyre is 38, Kevin Owens is 39, Sami Zayn is 39, LA Knight's 41, Damian Priest is 41, Finn Balor is 42, and Bobby Lashley is 47. If you want to, if you want to tell me that like AEW's roster is aging, that is the absolute total core of WWE currently. Yeah. They're all coming up to their 40s. Like. I, I, there's a sweet spot for wrestling. Both companies know that. Fans are just... A lot of the time, fans are stupid. Fans are stupid. Like, I have no issue with fucking, like, LA Knight winning a, a big title now. No, not at and all. having five years at the top and then going out. Five years is a long time in wrestling. I said Edge should have won the heavyweight title for six and months. I, and I agree. And I agreed. I agreed. Not even six months. Just win it and lose it. It's fine. It would have been fine. Absolutely. Like, Edge is class. Edge has given so much of his life to that company. Yeah. Give him a fucking nice send-off. But they did. They did, but he could have. They could have given him a nicer send off. He put out that promo the night before the match, and it was like, "Man, my heart is in my mouth for this guy." Yeah. He never lost that belt. He broke yeah. his neck. He had to leave. Give it to him. Yeah. And they didn't. He could lose it a few days later or get cashed he in. Could have lost it that night. Catch it would have been fine. Yeah. Even like the Cena Solo Sokoa thing. If that Cena's last ever match, I don't think anyone should ever retire in WWE again. Yeah. Because like, how can you look at the guy who carried your company? On his fucking back alone for 15 years. And send him out like that. Man, Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. Kurt Angle and Baron... Kurt Angle asked, can it be John Cena? And Cena said, I'll do it, of course. You were my first match, I'll be your last. And they said, nah, bud, Baron Corbin in a six-minute match. Yeah. No one should... Ah, man. And then, like, you look at Sting, who's getting a fucking tour of glory. Yeah. Brian Danielson was given his own tournament, like... Hey man, if I'm an age, if I if I was forty fucking eight, and it was like, oh, I gotta start picking where I'm gonna retire, it's gonna be AEW. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, like Edge came in, and he was like, hey, I want to work the last years of my career with Christian. Yeah, hundred percent, man, let's do it. There, there, there's, there's, I feel like there's a misconception here. Like there's, WWE are an entertainment company with wrestling. Yes. And AEW are a wrestling company with entertainment. Yes. And they're two different things. Correct. So. I feel like if if personally if I was in that position, I'd be looking at looking at it through the prism of I want to wrestle the style I want and tell the stories I want to tell before I retire. Mm-hmm. AW all the way. Recently, anyway. Recently, yeah. Well, that 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 that's the freedom of a non corporate structure. I I can't think back far enough to uh to remember anyone like retiring when I was young. Ric Flair. See, Ric Flair fucked it up a lot because he kept coming back. If Ric Flair's last ever match in WWE... Turning off my heating. Go on. If Ric Flair's last ever match in WWE was against Shawn Michaels... Yeah. Beautiful send-off. Yeah. That match is absolutely amazing for storytelling. Yeah. Like, Shawn tuning up the band and you get, like, the visible I'm sorry, 
He's crying on the apron. It's amazing. It's a perfect final match. And now he's still going 15 years later. Oh, man. Do you, do you want to know what I want? Go on. Honestly, this is what I want. Uh, the worst rated match in AEW history is Sammy Guevara versus Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy literally hits his head on concrete. Can that be Ric Flair? Uh, they did the thing recently where it's like Matt Hardy comes out and is like, we're not being used correctly creatively. I saw someone come up and be like, oh, yes, here's a better idea. Let's not use them at all. Yeah. Go retire. So, hold on. Wait. I, I sent you some funny posts, actually. Hold it on. He, I said this in the... So, I interview, I did a, a bit of an interview with the Five Marks yesterday, just talking about the most recent Hard Knock show. And someone brought up Matt Hardy. And I said the line, he walks like a banana. Sorry. It's Matt Hardy. Me and my brother should be AEW Tag Team Champions. Tony Khan, sure. Just do this exercise real quick. And it's just... <laughs> it's... <sighs> He's uh... so... He needs to stop, man. Like, he gave... He'll be remembered... Him and Jeff will be remembered as legends forever. But you killed yourself in the early 2000s. Matt Hardy waddling into Tony's office like a duck dragging Jeff's unconscious body behind him. Why aren't we the tag team champions? <laughs> Man, look. This is the last thing we'll say because we're after hitting an hour, right? <laughs> With the Hardys, specifically, like, in the last, like, year. It's just been pain. Since, since Jeff has come back. Yep. Since Jeff has co- co- sorry, since Jeff has debuted, how many title shots have they had? Three. No. Is it more? Oh Jesus! Is it five? How many is it? More? Is it nine? Jesus Christ! They've had thirty-three, thirty-three televised matches, including pay-per-views, and nine of them are for the. Tag and titles. nine of them have been for titles. Either whether it's a tri- like they they've also gone for the trios titles before. Do you know how insane that is? It's... And they're saying they're not being utilized correctly. They can't move. How many have the guns had? Not that many. Sorry, not uh, not specifically the guns, but like since... Do you know what? I'm still upset they didn't give Juice and Jay the, the titles in that two out of three falls. Yeah. What a match. They actually should have. They lost them to... Well, in fairness, fucking Big Bill deserves it. Big Bill deserves it. Big and, Bill deserves it. Uh, Cash Ooh. might have had a broken rib, and he he didn't. He might have shot at some pedestrians. There was a lot. Of, there was a lot of things up in the air at that point, where you could have. He didn't shoot. He threatened to shoot. He showed it. Yeah, that's still bad. You can't have your champion driving around with a belt in one hand and a Glock in the other. That's how it looks in my mind. By the way, he's just sitting there in the car with this insane face, like belt in one hand, pistol in the other, driving with his knees. Like you fucking, I'll kill you. Apparently, he was really mad. Just did. I, I just I, I think it's way funnier if he's like clear like steam coming out of his head like you know angry dad bang, bang guy, man. but you know the angry dad episode of the yeah. Simpsons where he yes. starts turning green and shit yeah man I was at all in yeah and it was so funny that during the entire match they were just singing Cash has got a gun of got a gun Cash has got a gun na 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 like but like and then like the bang bang gang came out and everybody started chanting for Cash it wasn't even in the match yeah but he had a it, you're going to England, which is known for being like the absolute worst fans in the world. If you're, if someone has done something bad, yeah. like if a uh, footballer does something wrong, yeah. and then they go play a match that weekend, there will be a song and dance about it. That's true. Yeah. So how could you bring him over after he pulls a gun on another driver uh, and not expect that? Like it's hilarious. I, he's not in jail, like he's not. But 
He probably could have been. Easily could have been. Yeah. So, like, I get that they had to get the titles off him, but the fact that it went to fucking Big Bill and stupid Starks. But they also didn't win. They also didn't lose him at Wembley after that. Either. Yeah, which was, who did they fight at Wembley? The Young Bucks. Uh, that's that's why Young but Bucks don't need more belts. I know, yeah, but like, like realistically, what what was stopping them losing the belts to the Young Bucks? What was stopping them losing the belts to to the Guns? What was stopping them losing the belts to? It should have been the Guns or the. Uh, it should, but like, it was stopping them losing it to Juice and Jay. Like, what's stopping them losing it to? Another, Anyone else? Another up and coming team. Like, yeah. There was there was nothing. Juice Ju- and Jay would have been sick, especially because that match was so good. Well, per- personally for me, I do think that like Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega are more like transitional champion. Will be transitional champions whenever they they win it off of Big Bill and. Yeah. So I think if they beat Big Bill and Ricky, Starks... I think I think they will, and I think the reason why they're gonna do it is so Big Bill and Ricky Stars can win them back. You think they'll win them back? So, okay. I, I did not explain myself there properly. Not well. really, no. So my my brain skipped. So like like a CD one. Yeah, you forgot. About um. It so I think that Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho will win the titles mm-hmm. at uh, whenever it is Revolution or World Zen, whenever yeah, they World's decide End, to do think, it, right? right? And I think that Big Bill and Ricky Starks will win it back to yep. put themselves over even more as mm-hmm. a formidable tag team, right? Um, because I, the reason why they're a tag team is because. They're too good to not have, have on TV and not have. It's not that yeah, not, well, have yeah, not have, but like they be did, in they, that kind they of. They had area. no fucking idea what to do with them. They had no idea what to do with Ricky Starks. Starks had that great feud with Danielson. Well, but before that, I have no idea. Um, he did something. Why did he have a feud with Danielson? I don't remember. I remember him coming out and being like, I don't like his face. He had a full feud with CM Punk, and then CM Punk got sacked. Okay, that makes sense. And then Danielson stepped in. Danielson accepted a strap match on like no notice. Yeah. Do you get me? He's some, he's some wrestler. Oh, he's amazing. Except for that one match with Chris Jericho. So, <laughs> we're done. We're on all socials yep. at Drop Wrestling, except for Twitter, which is Drop PW because they don't allow you to have too many characters. Dickens. So, you can go to dropmick.com if that's easier. Everything is, link, is linked over there. Yep. And um, this is available on Patreon, on video. Yep. There's a clip on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it's audio on all platforms from this Tonight. episode that you're listening to. So uh, please go and follow us. And if you have any questions, uh, you can send it over to dropmickwrestling at gmail.com. Um, I will also be um, potentially asking for audio questions as well. I haven't said this to, to Mike yet. Having people I, record their own record voices. Record their own voices in. and send them in. And I think that's a cool way to kind of like... Yeah, get, interact. Do you know what I mean? Interact yeah. and get, they can, we can play the voices, we can play the clips and we can answer. I think it's a cool way to do it. So, um, we're on all socials, Drop McRessing, except for Twitter, which is Drop McPW. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us um, on whatever podcast app that you're listening to. And uh, we'll be posting an episode every week, basically. Um, I'm Gaff. That is Mike. Our socials. Um, I should probably list, list our actual like personal socials somewhere. Yeah, maybe. I have maybe. one post on Instagram. That's it. I like. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, just drop my fine. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll do just fine. Uh, um, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Bye.